You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. As virtual assistants, we spend a lot of time in the online space, and we are surrounded by coaches who are constantly talking about personal development and self-discovery. Now, I'll be honest, I used to roll my eyes about things like journaling and oracle cards. It seemed self-indulgent to me, um, and I couldn't understand how reading a self-help book or writing with my morning coffee was going to help me build a business. Well, obviously, if you know me at all, you know that my thoughts on this have changed. I now know that investing time in self-discovery is not just a luxury for egotistical people. It is a necessary practice if you want to build a business and a brand that will grow with you and feel aligned. If you haven't met me yet, I'm Sharon Nissen. I'm a virtual assistant mentor and the creator of the Support Squad. It's my mission to help women build happy online businesses and find more ease, joy, and profit. And today I'm going to share why I believe that self-discovery is important for all virtual assistants and share some simple practices to help you start your self-discovery journey. So to get started, let's talk about how self-discovery can help you to create create a brand. The more you get to know yourself, the more clear your vision for your brand is going to be. I think a lot of virtual assistants skip this step. Instead of getting taking the time to deeply understand themselves, their goals, how their story impacts their business, instead of taking the work to put all of those pieces together, what they do instead is pull parts of other people's brand and try to make it all work together. But the thing is, by pulling from other people's brand, what you're going to end up with is a jumbled mess. We talked about this a little bit last month when we were talking about branding. So by taking the time to uncover the deeper parts of yourself, to understand how your journey will relate to your ideal client, you're going to be able to build a personal brand that will be able to um, work with you as you grow. So that's really important to keep in mind. Um, The other piece in there is that you don't, you might not realize this, but so much of your story is relatable to your ideal client. You would be surprised at the things people might pick up on as they learn more about you. So having this understanding of ourselves also helps us to have empathy for our ideal clients. Knowing that Knowing our internal struggles helps us to understand the struggles and needs of other business owners. So that empathy part is really key because having that authenticity, coming from a deep place of knowing yourself, truly recognizing the struggles that you've gone through and being able to share them in a way that your ideal client can relate to, 
That is going to help you build truly lasting relationships with these people that go beyond just you, even just sharing your expertise. We talk a lot about sharing our expertise um, and how important that is in our marketing. But at a core level, what's most important is that you are relatable to your ideal client. And by getting to know yourself and spending time with yourself in that way, you'll be able to uncover the pieces that are really going to resonate with other people. Another thing that happens when you embark on a journey of self-discovery, well, it's kind of a two-part process. It builds confidence. First, what might happen if you haven't gone into self-discovery is you might find a little bit of a breakdown in confidence. As you're uncovering these parts of yourself, it can be really uncomfortable to learn more about your weaknesses and things like that. But the second part of that process after you've done the breakdown part is that suddenly you emerge kind of like, I mean, imagine a a caterpillar going into a cocoon. They turn to mush, right? And then they reconfigure and emerge a a beautiful butterfly. It's all the same pieces, but it's put together in a more beautiful way. So if you can take all of the parts of yourself and break them down then suddenly, even the parts of yourselves that you do struggle with, you're going to start to be able to see the beauty in that. First of all, you'll learn how you can downplay your weaknesses. So avoid things that really um, play into your weaknesses. And you'll be able to really and truly recognize where your unique strengths are. And then watch you emerge like a beautiful butterfly. And you're going to have so much more confidence because instead of being like, why am I like this? Or why am I feeling like this? Or, oh my gosh, these things in my past, I don't want to deal with them. You're going to realize the journey that you've been on. And it's going to give you a place of much more grounded confidence. The people that you see online that are the most captivating, that are the most confident, that are the most radiant, it's not that they haven't had hard times in their lives or that they haven't been through these things. I guarantee you that all of the coaches and mentors that you look up to are people that have invested a lot of time and sometimes money into their own personal healing. I went to a retreat with a client last year and she had this speaker there who talked about, um, we don't really need to sell. All we really need to do is heal. This beautiful thing happens when we heal ourselves and we share it with others. They see the strength in us and they recognize that they can be that strong too. And that is a super powerful way to relate to someone. And it doesn't just have to be coaches that do this. Virtual assistants can do this too. You might be surprised what parts of your story are going to empower other people. So another piece of this, as you start on a self-discovery journey, what happens is you start to value yourself a lot more and you start to realize that you don't have time for the silly little things that get in the way of you finding your true purpose and fulfillment. I see a lot of virtual assistants get really hung up in the minutia of their business. Um, They struggle to find clients. They don't know what to post on social media, all of these things. But when you are super clear about your own desires, about your own purpose, about your goals, you're going to be much more inclined to seek out the things that fulfill you. 
And when you are truly seeking out clients that fulfill you, work that fulfills you, um, a schedule that fulfills you, then what's going to happen is you're automatically going to attract the right kinds of people because you're coming from a place of true intention. And that is something that can't be taught or strategized or taken from someone else. Your your own personal desires and dreams cannot be replicated by someone else. So you have to go inside. You will not find fulfillment if you are looking in external places. True fulfillment has to come from within. So you have to get to know yourself a little bit better. So the other thing that happens if you start on a self-discovery journey is you start to realize how much you are capable of. You, by looking at the things that you've overcome, by recognizing these deep strengths that you have, these unique talents, what happens over time is you realize that you can continue to push for so much more. So while taking a look um, back on our life and maybe recognizing some of the more painful things or some of the struggles we've gone through, if we actually take the time to look at those things, heal from them, we realize how much we are truly capable of. And then the world opens. You realize that the whole world is there at your feet. You don't have to limit yourself. Any limiting beliefs that you have about how much you should charge, about what kind of services you can offer, about what you're truly capable of as a virtual assistant, I I mean, it, it will only grow as you get to know yourself more. So the, we've talked a little bit about the amazing transformation that you can happen as you go on this journey of self-discovery, but a lot of people don't really know where to begin. Um, we aren't taught this in school. We, unless we, you know, really ha- were brought up in a household where these things were made really important, we're not really taught these practices. So you really have to seek them out and teach yourself how to invest this time and energy. So one thing that is really important to me in, in self-discovery is meditation. And I'll explain why. So people think of meditation, you know, sitting on a hill, um, and it's hard to understand how that helps if you haven't developed a meditation practice. So what happens when you meditate? You're clearing your mind, you're sitting in silence, and you know, we talk about clearing the mind, but what actually happens is not so much that your mind becomes totally clear, but that you become much more aware of the thoughts that drift through your mind. So when you're making the intention to clear your head of any thoughts, it really becomes clear what you're focusing on, what your underlying worries are, what your underlying anxieties are, what your hidden desires and dreams and hopes are. All of those things only become clear when we're really taking that dedicated time to quiet ourselves. And meditation can look different for everyone. I mean, for some people, it's really just as simple as sitting, closing your eyes, and focusing on your breathing. For some people, guided meditations really help. There's so many resources out there to find guided meditations. So take the time to develop a meditation practice however it works for you. For some people too, even walking is a meditation, running is a meditation, but any practice where you're, the only thing that you're focused on is your breath and clearing your thoughts and then becoming aware of the thoughts that creep in. 
Then another thing that kind of pairs with the meditation, after I meditate, I like to journal. And that's because um, when I am noticing all of these thoughts that, that come into my mind and kind of dismissing them and nudging them away, after I'm done with that practice of being um, mindful, intentional, and still, it's important to me to um, process these thoughts that seem to be appearing in my head. So what I'll do after I meditate is just journal whatever came to my mind, whatever feels most present. And you might be surprised by the thoughts and the fears and, and the dreams and the hopes that come up. And you might find great inspiration for your business, or you might get great clarity on what steps you need to take next. When we're in constant motion, we can't find clarity. Like if you're in it, working, doing the thing, it's always gonna seem muddled because you're always gonna be just thinking about that next task. Having that still time and that quiet time is so important. And then journaling after will help you to find true clarity. So another thing that I love to use as a tool for self-discovery is oracle cards. And there's some misconceptions about oracle cards. Yes, they are a little more on the woo-woo side, but they're not like fortune tellers. Um, people get confused between oracle cards and tarot cards, where tarot cards are much more, you know, you know, telling the future or, you know, really getting into things like that. What Oracle cards do is more serve as a framework for how you want to view something. So I have a few decks that I love that I will include in the show notes, but I love pulling a card at the beginning of the day because it helps me to give a framework to where, how I can view the day. It's not telling me my future or whether someone loves me or anything like that. It's, it's just giving me an intention for the day. And I find that super helpful. Another thing that's been helpful for me in my self-discovery process is retreats or getting away. Um, going on retreats or even just taking, you know, intentional time away from your daily life um, is so important because when we are the same as when we, how we can't find clarity if we're constantly in motion, we can't find clarity if we were, are always in the same place. We can't create movement in our lives and businesses if we never leave our house. So going on a retreat, it doesn't have to be a super fancy retreat at a beach or something. A retreat can even be taking a walk in the woods, but by retreat, I mean leaving your comfort zone where you always are and going someplace different. I always have huge breakthroughs, huge moments of clarity. I always visualize my next step so clearly when I get out of working from home in my house. So I really recommend that you take time to do that and find things that light you up and excite you. Um, another thing that I couldn't live without is constantly reading and listening to podcasts. And you don't have to only read self-help books in order to um, to ha have a self-discovery journey. It does everything you read doesn't have to be business related or self-help related. I actually find that sometimes when I read fiction or I read you know biographies or more fun things, I find different things about myself than I might if I'm reading some kind of intense self-help book. But reading gives you a chance in a way that zoning out in front of the TV doesn't to to put thought into um, 
into things and to consider ideas and to develop empathy, all of these different things. So definitely read, listen to podcasts when you can. Again, I definitely recommend mixing it up. If you are only listening to like online marketing or online business related podcasts, oh, that's not good. Like that will put you in such a state of like analysis paralysis. You're not going to feel clear on what the next step is because you're going to have so many voices in your ear. So make sure you're taking time to listen to things that are just interesting to you and fun to you. And you might find things um, out about yourself that you're interested in that you didn't even realize. So um, yeah, guys, take time with yourself. You as solopreneurs, our business is ourself. So we have to know truly who we are in order to better serve our clients and in order to build um, a sustainable business that's going to bring us fulfillment from years to come. So I would love to know how you take these tips today and implement them in your life. I want to know how it feels to start getting to know yourself better. So make sure to join us in the Support Squad Hangout on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to visit thesupportsquad.com to check out the show notes for this episode. If you want to dive deeper into our thriving virtual assistant community, here's what's coming up in the membership this month. Our theme is personal branding and international business coach Amanda Colby is sharing strategies for establishing and evolving a captivating personal brand. Bonus goodies include 30 journal prompts made especially for virtual assistants to help you on your journey of self-discovery. I'm also going to be sharing a simple content planning system that makes it super easy to batch and purpose content that illuminates your personal brand. And of course, we'll have two live group coaching calls and you'll get access to all the past content in your membership area. Join us now with a free 14-day trial at thesupportsquad.com. I'll see you in there. Until next time, boss babe.